Okay. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Transy. <laughs> it's, so, it's so corny. Uh, okay, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about the curse of Lake Lanier. Is it really a curse or is it just a bunch of drunk people who are drowning? <clears throat> um, I definitely have my suspicions, but I guess we'll get to that at the end of the podcast. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, what do you think? You know, have you been, to, have you been to Lake Lanier? No, I never have. I've never even heard of it. Okay. Yeah, and amazingly enough, so when I did the research on this place, did you get like a bunch of contradictory stories or things that didn't add up, dates that were completely different and all that? Did you did you notice any of that? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I noticed some of that. Of course, I have been to Lake Lanier. And I actually work with a guy here who um, was who skied professionally at Lake Lanier for about five years. So I also talked to him. He's here on the island with me. Um, but I talked to him also. So, yeah, I mean, number one, it's called Lake Lanier for Sidney Lanier, who was a famous poet a long time ago. I don't know why we decided in Georgia to name a lake after a, a poet. I, I don't know. Not even an American poet. It's kind of weird. Yeah, really. I, I never, I did not find that in my research at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Lake Lanier is named for Sydney Lanier. Okay. Uh, one of the weirder things I, I found when trying to like reference these things was like 670 people died in the lake in 2017. And, uh, I don't know how that's possible. I looked up reviews, and it's somehow, with that many dead people, it somehow has 4.6 stars. What? <laughs> yeah, so I was looking. I was like, oh, well, okay. And, again, when I looked at that number with the article, I couldn't find anything to corroborate that. But I think every ever since the inception of the lake was uh, created by the military in 1956, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 19, um, yeah 1956. I, I, there has not been 675 people that have died since then. So yeah, I, correct. Yeah, um, I know. I do have the stats right here. Since 94, there have been over 160 deaths. So I'm not sure where they got that 675 people who died. Yeah, I never saw that 675 people, so I don't know where that came from either. Um, yeah. You know, the lake was started in 1952. Um, this, well, this, the land was bought in 1952 by the Army Corps of Engineers, and they bought all the land. And then by 1956, I think, the land was bought, and then they were demoing all the buildings. They were removing all the graves from all the cemeteries out of there. Um, See, I read yeah. that as well, that they, they uh, dug up the graves and relocated them. But Correct. I also got that the locals on the lake from some of the interviews I, I watched that they didn't dig up all the graves and there's still people down there apparently. Right. There's no way they could have dug up all the graves because back then people buried people in their backyard. I mean, literally because they didn't have money for, for graves and, and that's the way the farmers were back then in the twenties and the thirties. So, I mean, yeah, that, that part of it, I definitely believe is true. Um, and even today, if you wanted to bury somebody in your backyard, you could do it legally. There's nothing to stop you. So, um, yeah, you can do it. It's just we, we elect now to put people in the cemeteries. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a little weird. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't read that. I know it seems like they did remove the majority of the bigger 
the the bigger grave sites. They relocated them. It didn't say where they relocated them. Right. Yeah, I never found out that either. Um, but you know, Again, a like, lot of buildings are still are still underwater there. You know, some yeah, of the churches you... are still underwater too. Yeah, I, I watched some of those diving videos, and they're so creepy. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. kind of creepy. I'll give you that. Um, yeah. there, there's I... a lot of there's a lot of history behind it. Um, you know, I mean, can you imagine you take a town like let's just say our town. And you're just going to, you're going to flood it with water. I mean, that's what yeah. you're going to do. I mean, and it, it, it took, I think, four years to actually flood the lake. Um, and then yeah. they had to build the dam, you know, so it took a long time. Yeah. And that, that uh, was interesting. Yeah, it was, they used, they, they, their idea was flood control and that will supply water to Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. Right, because you had the Tennessee Valley Authority back then. And Tennessee, who was also doing that stuff in Tennessee, so there was going to be three states, Georgia, Florida, and maybe Alabama. And believe it or not, they still are they're still fighting over this, over Lake Lanier. They're still fighting over the water and how, how it goes down and who gets it and all that other stuff. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Um, huh. So that's how all that works. I mean, recently as – Probably five years ago, there was a court case. Alabama took Georgia to court over it because they said that Georgia wasn't giving them all the water. They were trying to restrict the water or something like that. Um, Does Alabama have like a – are they short on water? Well, it seems that everybody appears to be short on water. Um, And and I I don't know if it's the drought. I don't know if it's global warming. I mean, who knows? Uh, But everyone appears to be – be short, and so when we had the drought a few years back, and Lake Lanier was actually um, very, very low. So it was low. In fact, it was so low you could see some of the buildings that had been demolished. Like you could see there used to be a speedway there. Um, yeah. So you could see some of the uh, bleachers from the speedway. Um, so I mean, I mean that's that's how it worked. Um, and, and I think now, I think it's okay. But what happens is uh, the lake, obviously, they open up the dam gates, the floodgates, and then that lets water out to everybody south of Lake Lanier. That's that's how it works in theory. The Armory Corps of Engineers yeah. did that. So, you know, and I don't know if you read the story about, you know, the, the big catfish under there in the water. Yeah, the, I think... It was a episode of River Monsters when I heard about the giant catfish. But really, though, you know, catfish are pretty big anyway. In reality, they are big fish. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it, it is interesting to be that deep, and then because the the stories of the divers, a couple of them didn't want to go back down there because they're so big. Yeah, and and I don't, I I just don't know if I believe all that because the waters so dark and murky anyway they're down there their visibility is limited and they see this big fish because you know what divers like my friend john he deals with sharks and everything all the time i know that catfish is not as big as a shark so yeah a diver i just can't believe they would be afraid to go back down because of catfish um come on but i'm sure we're gonna get a message from someone like yeah they get that big what are you talking about yeah, well, I'm sure they do get that big. No, I'm sure yeah. they do. But the thing, but is, I mean, I but yeah. I well, could they eat a ten year old boy? Probably not. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean that that does make sense. And for the urban legend, I, I'm assuming that there was. They said there was multiple catfish, from what I read, that were very big. Well, I don't yeah. doubt it. There probably are huge catfish down there. There's huge catfish everywhere you go. Look at those guys that um, put their hand in the water and, and noodling in, into the hole. Yeah, I mean those yeah, catfish are big. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, well, no, I realize that. But what I'm saying you is know. I think there's some plausibility to the large catfish. I do believe that. But it has nothing to do with a cursed lake. It just has to do with yeah. big-ass catfish. That's all. Jeez. Yeah. But and, you thing, know, I, I should ahead. have looked up photos of fishermen. Uh, I'm curious if they caught any giant catfish like that. Um, I didn't I even think of that. Because, again, like as when urban legends go, giant catfish is kind of really boring to me. Well, me too, because catfish are big yeah. anyway. You know, yeah. they're huge. So I could, to me, I don't care about that. The, the thing with the, the chicken truck that, that drove off into the lake and all that <laughs> crap. Um, oh. there, there's, no, there's, no, there's no truth in that story at all. No truth. So, yeah, and the divers went down there and they saw the giant catfish eating all the chickens. Yeah. The chickens, yeah. I remember reading that. And again, like, I couldn't find any evidence of that right but, i mean again well, this is how urban legends start yeah. but there was not even any chicken farms around there for a chicken truck to be driving well we know now that there's a bunch of chicken farms in georgia but at that time there really wasn't not not no not like what they were describing in the urban legend i guess i should say no i don't doubt there might yeah. be, there might have been a pickup truck and it might have had six chickens in it and maybe it went off into the water and then, you know, before you know it, then it was it was a huge truck with a bunch of chickens and a bunch of big fish ate it. I mean, come on, that's how that's how that stuff starts. But that's like I don't the believe Spook it. Bridge legend. The Spook Bridge legend with the the, the school bus went over the bridge here right. in Boston and killed all those kids. Again, I could never find any proof of that. Right, and I've been on that bridge, and and this yeah. it's. That's it's just another one of those urban legends, like what you're talking about. But with that being said, they did find the lady that had the accident. Um, okay, that so that, this, this is a good segue. So, I mean, the podcast is about urban legends. I think this is just the first one. But you're talking about the Lady of the Lake, right? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah. So in 1958, Delilah Parker Young and her friend Susie Roberts were driving. And all they could find were skid marks right. that obviously went off into the lake. 18 months later, um, uh, Delilah floated up from the depths. She was missing two toes from her left foot, and both of her hands were missing. Um, so when I did the research on that, a lot of the articles were kind of like sensationalized. They're trying to make it overdramatic. And like, why was that? And like, animals, obviously, I would assume. Right. I would agree were- with you. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Now, when they found her, they didn't know it was her. So when she floated up, they didn't. They didn't. They weren't sure it was her. They found out later on, like twenty years later, that it was actually. Yeah. Her. Um. Yeah. They, I think and, they assumed it was her. Yeah, and then um, Susie was found in November of nineteen ninety. Right. Uh, Ninety feet of water with all of her belongings. Uh, I think it was a Volkswagen Beetle. No, it I'm wasn't mistaken. a beetle. Yeah, you're no, mistaken. It wasn't a beetle? No. Yeah, sorry. Because she she went down and it was like a – what kind of car was it? It was an old car. Um, 
2016 Chevy Malibu. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, I'm going to find out, but I want to say it was like a, a 1965 something, um, something like that. Well, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't a 65 because the accident happened in 58. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. it definitely wouldn't have been that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. you're breaking up a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I see why. Okay, sorry about that. Um, it's okay. Let's see, lady. I, yeah. I. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I wanted to find out what year the car was because it's kind of important because the car went down and they never found them. And then later on, years later, the divers found that car. When they found that car, that's how they knew that it was her. Um, yeah. So... But there's a lot okay, of so, go ahead. No, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about like the Lady of the Lake, which is they, they think is Delilah Parker. And um they say she's in a blue dress and she walks up and down the Lanier Bridge looking for her hands. Yeah, so I've heard that just, story. Which is I mean, which is kinda odd to me. I don't whatever. Yeah, Where but that's that's an urban myth. I mean, or urban legend. That's how that stuff works. I'm sure yeah. that there was one drunk person one night that saw some lady walking down there, and then all of a sudden he or she said, "Oh my God, that must be the Lady of the Lake," and then it with no hands happened. Yeah. yeah, and then it. Oh, why was it? What? <laughs> oh, that's what it was. A 1954 Ford. That's what the car. 1954 Ford. Yeah. So that's what they why found there in the water. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but they found her with all of her belongings, and yeah, that, that's horrible. 90 feet down. Right. Well, and she There's was basically, it was a watery grave for many, many years. I mean. You know, that was one of my biggest fears as a kid was falling in the, like, you know, driving into the water. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if this is a missed memory or I'm just making something. I saw it in a movie, but. Uh, you remember when we were in Homestead and Hurricane Andrew hit, right? Yes. Okay, so I remember evacuating, and then I felt like we were somewhere, and I remember looking out the window, and I'm assuming it was the ocean because we were in Homestead, Florida. There were a bunch of cars in the water. Mm. Um, see, I may be misremembering. I mean, again, I was four when that event happened. Right, yeah, I think, yeah, because I don't ever remember that because yeah. – um, we evacuated pretty late. I do know that because I had to wait for all the aircraft to to, to take off. And then, then they had to get to the point of no return, and then we were allowed to leave. So, no, I don't, I don't remember any of that. I do remember cars in the water when we came back. Okay, that may have been it then. Yeah, so, yeah, so when we came back to Homestead, there was cars in the water, but literally because some of the streets were flooded. So, yeah, um, I, I do, do remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the yeah. water being black? We went to the house. You put me on the counter. You told me not to move. Yeah. I know. Okay. So also speaking of that past. <laughs> yeah. Air raid sirens that went off. No. At, at, at Andrew Air Force Base. There wasn't. Like, where am I it was, getting these? It would, be, it would be Homestead Air Force Base. Homestead. Uh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. There wasn't no, there was no sirens. 
No, not that I recall. I don't ever recall any any sirens. Um, mm. when we came, so when we came back, when we came back to Homestead, um, because we lived on base, I did put you and told you not to move, and then I told you, hey, come on in the room because you had to pee, and I said, well, don't worry about it, just pee right here because nobody cares because <laughs> it's destroyed. So yeah, you know, um. And you were just like, I don't want to pee here on the table. I was like, don't worry about it. Nobody's going to be here. So, yeah. done. but well, yeah. Yes. And, you know, I was probably worried because the water is so cold and I'm so long down there. Oh, God. Any, anyways. Anyway, so if you didn't figure this out, people, we should have done this in the beginning of the podcast that we are, I am, we are a father son team. Um, I'm Ted. My father is also called Ted. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I'm the better looking Ted. Obviously, you can probably tell from my voice. And I'm the smarter and stronger Ted, also. So I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so we're still working out all the things. We've I've been talking about doing this podcast for two years. I know, and, and thank you for that. By the way, I think it's awesome. Yeah, and so this episode took forever. I almost scrapped this episode because the amount of information that I got was such bullshit in my opinion. <laughs> it was just like, again, with the 675 deaths in 2017, why it wasn't shut down. I, I like, again, obviously it's not true. <clears throat> and what about, but, the, what a, did you hear the one about the guy who, um, he was a young man, like 25 years old and he leaves the house in his pajamas and he goes oh, like and shoots himself. Well, yeah. that has nothing to do with the curse of the lake. There is no curse on the lake. I mean, that has nothing to do with it. So yeah. he tried to make that out to be a story of, you know, yeah. whatever. And I just, I think that's BS. I mean, I, I, I know he shot himself, but I don't think you can blame it. It's not like it's the haunted forest in Japan, okay? It's totally different. So I yeah. just... Um, I don't. I don't believe that. The story. Is that what I this the suicide forest. Yeah, correct. The suicide forest. Yeah. But this is not the yeah. suicide lake. It's not the suicide yeah. lake by any means. And in fact, yeah. in reality, there's so many. That lake is huge. It's like fifty-eight thousand acres or something like that. It is massive. Yeah. So can you imagine the people that? And you have been to that lake. You just don't remember. But can you imagine? that go there every single year and yeah. drinking that goes on and everything else so if you have it doesn't matter how many deaths you have them I mean, you're going to have that death for that amount of people here in the cayman islands we where i'm at we got we're surrounded by water and we probably have five to ten deaths a year just from snorkeling so yeah. With that being said, you'd, you'd be like, well, that's a lot of people that are dying. Yeah, but there's there's millions of people that go in this water every single year, and they're snorkeling. Yeah. So I think so when you look at everything, it doesn't really, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. 38,000 acres, uh, 692 square miles. That is a massive lake. Oh, and yeah. Like I said, it's it's from what I saw on Google, it's a, it's a, a hot destination spot for Georgia for vacationers. Um, and it's got a 4.8 review, so it can't all be that bad. Right. Well, no, it's but a that brings place. us, yeah. It is because How I. How old was I when I went? Uh, I don't know. It was, um, you must have been maybe eight or nine, maybe. 
if I remember right. Why'd we go? Because it's up there in Atlanta. We were up there for some reason. I can't remember what it was. I really don't remember. But I think we've only been there once. I mean, I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't impressed. We used to go to another place called Crystal Lake. Uh, Glass bottom boats? No. This one it was in Georgia. It's called Crystal Lake. And the, the same lake like you see in the Jason movies, Crystal Lake. And um, it was there. It's about, it's outside of Tifton. So if, if you were to Google Crystal Lake right now, you would still see it, but there's no water left. So literally you'll see the slides, you'll see the, you'll see the buildings and everything else. They closed Crystal Lake in 1999, maybe 90 or 2000. But it's, it's, it's kind of weird when you look at it, but we went there a yeah. few times. Um, Tifton Price still calls it a lake. Uh <laughs> I don't know, but it's funny because if you Google it, you'll see the sand around it and everything else. There's just no water. It's all dried up. Yeah. So, was it a detention pond or one of those things? I don't even, I don't know, but it was huge. This lake was huge. It wasn't as big as Lake Lanier, but it was yeah. a big lake. Um, but that, that brings back to Lake Lanier. Um, again, I really think that, it, I mean, it's obviously a popular party spot. So when you mix booze and a giant body of water, you're going to have a lot of death. Yes. And drowning. Yeah. And I, I, there's, and again, some of the other things I read, and it, it's always here in the South, is Indian burial grounds was another thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, if, it's, just, <laughs> it's just, I didn't, I mean, obviously, I'm sure there was Indians that were there at one point. But right. I'm again, sure they I were. There's, <clears throat> there was no curse at this lake. And this isn't, you know, if you live at Lake Lanier, I'm sorry, but there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm sure I'm sure the locals, I think they realize that. But you know, like my my friend John that worked there for five years on the lake, he was a professional skier. Um, he said it was just a bunch of drunk people. He said there was no curse as far as he was concerned. Uh, there was no curse on that lake. Um, so I mean. You know, look, you got jet skis, you got all kinds of stuff on there. And you got alcohol, you got drugs, you got campsites. So it's surrounded by a bunch of campgrounds. So mm -hmm. who, who knows how many psychos are in the campgrounds. I'm, I'm sure mm -hmm. I would. You know what, though? I would like to get the statistics on really how many people a year die there at Lake Lanier itself or, or, or the surrounding area right around the lake. You know, but it's probably multiple counties, so it'd probably be hard to do. But I, I could probably do a Freedom of Information Act and see, like, in the last five years, how many people have died. Um, also, I think when you do do that, you're going to notice a, a spike in deaths because when I was doing research on this, the population for that lake jumped up considerably in the last five years for whatever reason. Really? Yeah, so that, I, I thought that was really inter interesting, yeah, because they get several million visitors a year. But you know what I'm wondering? I bet you they're building houses around the lake. They're probably million-dollar houses because, yeah. you know, people people want to be by the water. So I bet you that's what all that's, what all that's about. Um, yeah. There's probably nothing much to it. They're probably million-dollar homes over there. I bet they are. I haven't been there in a long time. Um Although I should probably just Google Earth it, and once you Google Earth it, you can see what kind of houses are around it. 
that would probably be the thing to do. But I, I yeah. did want to watch the videos of the diving because I think that's I, I saw a couple of them and it's kind of spooky. Um, yeah. But I mean, plus the waters, it's not like it's not like blue water. It's just mud water. That's what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. You got to go to a spring if you want that clear water. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're not going to have that, you know. Yeah, yeah, growing up in the south, I, I swam in a bunch of lakes, so I can't remember a single one that was clear, except for maybe the shallow end when there was sand because it was filtering out a lot of the stuff. Right. But, you know, once you go out deeper, it gets darker. It is weird because um, when you remember, I used to live in Lake Park. Yeah. And um, we would jump off the what was that? The dock, but it was like it was like twenty five feet up in the air. So really? you jump down. Yeah, you jump down, and the freaky thing is, is that you'd almost touch the bottom, and at the bottom there's a bunch of kelp, so it grabs you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, but you don't know that when you first do it, and it's just, it was really creepy. I was like, oh, I'm not doing that again. And like, oh yeah, there's kelp down there. You got to be careful. And oh, that's how that kid died. Uh, I, I don't want to say his name, but right, I understand. Like, I yeah, can't remember I his know. first name. I know. He got I tangled think... up in that stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, but um, it's scary. And, and the the thing about that, I found out those lakes, they're all sinkholes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, that that's, that's really all they are. Yeah. That'll have to be a future episode, I bet. I'm curious because, again, those twin lakes are a popular party spot. So I'm curious if, like, you know, a couple people will die there and then, oh, my God, that lake's cursed as well. And it's just, again, just drunk people, unfortunate events. But somebody also told me, and I don't know if this is true, that all the lakes in Georgia are man-made. There's no natural lakes in the state of Georgia. So when I think of all the lakes that are there, I think they are all man-made. Lake Lanier. Well, well, yeah, but the Twin Lakes, they're sinkholes, so that's that's not man-made. Well, I was was told they were man-made. So, I mean, because if they're sinkholes, they weren't. It wasn't a natural body of water. I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, had, okay. You, and and I think that was their. I think that was. And and I'm not sure that I'm right with that, but that was somebody in the engineering department told me. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's just it's interesting to me because when I look at all the lakes in Georgia. I can't believe that there was no natural bodies of water in the state of Georgia. I just can't believe that. But yeah, that's going to have to be a future episode. I'm going to have to look and see because now I have questions myself. I just don't know. And if that were the case, why wouldn't California do that? Considering they have a water shortage, why wouldn't they just do a bunch of lakes? <laughs> yeah, it, but the thing is, you have to find you have to find a natural spring to tap into. Okay. Well, we do have quite a few springs here. Right. But here's the thing. Okay, so working at the water plant, we tap into the Florida aquifer. Right. Which is several feet down. So, And those are in Georgia. So, I mean, if the sinkhole's deep enough, they very well could be a natural lake. Yeah, and and, yeah, I, I see your point. But look, it took what five years to fill up Lake Lanier. Yeah. So there yeah. wasn't guys with hoses out there filling it with water. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. basically they were filling it from from a spring. I'm assuming. 
they captured it from the spring. That's the only thing. Because I, I know, I agree with you, there's a lot of underwater, like, rivers. Well, there's underground rivers, and that's where you talk about that Florida aquifer or whatever they call it. Aquifer. No, I know, I like... Oh, under I like what you said, underwater rivers. Yeah, I know. I goofed up. Yes, underground, underground. Well, rivers. but there there is a cool video I did watch where it's a diver, and uh, he is in the ocean or a lake, but then it looks like he's in another lake, a current, and I can't tell you what it was. I can't remember, but it was really interesting. So there was some <laughs> truth in what you said, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it just. It's just one of those things. Um, it's all it's it's all very interesting to me. A lot of things I don't even think about until you bring it up, and then I'm like, oh, because there's just it's not true. With 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 age comes wisdom. That is true, but I think yeah. a lot of folklore comes through also that you can't really you can't really guarantee. But the thing is, nowadays at least you can. I hate to say the word Google. Google you can Google something to tell if somebody is telling the truth or not. Of course, not everything on the internet is true, but at least it gives you a little bit so you can check. Whereas when I was growing up, we had to use encyclopedias. So, and that information was old. That, that's the difference because I'm people nowadays, I'm hearing these stories and I'm like, wow, how the hell did you talk about that? Jeez. Yeah. I had, I'm sure I had one story I got a story here. This guy said, <laughs> this guy said his father was such a badass that his father swam from Nicaragua to here. And I said, okay, that's, that's, that's a long, that's a long swim. And he said the sharks were chasing him. So he scared the sharks shark. so bad that they swam backwards to get away from him. Yeah, so I was like, really? Sharks cannot swim backwards. They cannot swim backwards. But he, to this day, I can call him right now and be like, yep, they swam backwards. I'm just like, okay, okay. It's just one of those, you know, stories. That's what it is, stories. It's no, I just, uh, well, how did he scare the sharks? Uh, because he was a badass. Yeah, but that, what, what made him a badass? Oh, I have no was, idea. Was he, was he swimming aggressively? <laughs> <laughs> was he Doctor Doolittle? What I I, I don't know. I, because That's when I heard story. the story, I, when I heard the story, I was like, "Oh my, okay." <laughs> and I and I called him out on. It. I said, "Listen, sharks cannot swim backwards." Yes. Sir. Are you sure though they can't? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can. I actually, um, I actually. Did Google that? And yeah. no, they can't swim backwards. Very few. But I mean, that's not even the. <laughs> some fish the can swim backwards. And then later on, when I pressed him on it, he said, Oh, it was a land shark. I'm like, What the hell's a land shark? And then why was it swimming isn't, backwards? Isn't a land shark a beer? Yeah, that's. You're right. But that's not what he was talking about. So yeah. it was just one of those stories, some folklore stories. That's all. Yeah. Okay, I googled land shark and I. Well, I got a um, I got a photo of a horse with the body of a great white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's good. Yeah, this is like 
Yeah, so if you guys want to Google a land shark, these are very real. And I can definitely see why this guy, um, his dad is a badass. <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 no. His dad was not a land shark. His dad, or, or he said that, that I misunderstood him. It wasn't real sharks. It was a land shark that was swimming backwards. I was like, really? So I, I don't know. Anyways, that story just got crazy. But I'm sure I'll see him Monday at work, and I'll I'll ask him for more clarification. Yeah, ask him to get the scientific name too of a land shark because what I got in Google Images is very <laughs> okay. Well, I, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if we'll get a scientific name. You just got to know this guy. So we should bring him on the podcast. Oh my gosh, um, it would be yeah. very interesting. That's all I gotta say. He's mm. he's he's a, quite a character. So, but he's played a lot of characters over there in the Caymans. Is he? Is it? Where's he from? He's from the Cayman Islands. That's where he's from. Oh, okay. He's okay. sixty-five years old. I work with him every day. He's funny. I will say that. You know what? And you said it was his dad that was the badass. Yeah. 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 He just. I. I think that's like all at a certain age. You definitely think like your dad's a superhero, and he just oh, never grew yeah. out of that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. think just a story he wanted to tell is what I think. Yeah, that's and he said crazy. it without any. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's a you know, like I I told a similar story like that one. Well, it, no, it wasn't, but it was ridiculous. So, you remember I was so constipated one time, it looked like I had shit in my lungs. Yes, I'm not there sure how that no, was possible. No, no, there is that's that's a true story. We had the x-rays, and we thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I actually would tell people, yeah, I had shit in my lungs, apparently. And that's not how that works at all. It just looked like it. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. That was what the doctor showed us. The doctor showed us the x-ray. Yeah, yeah but no, I didn't have shit in my lungs. That I probably would have been dead. Yeah, that's true. Any kind of flu, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I would have been dead, yeah. You but know what? No, I, and I, I talked to mom about that because she actually saw the x-ray too. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but no, I, I remember and I was like, and I told people, yeah, I shit my lungs and they just kind of looked at me. <laughs> and I, di- I did that up until I was like 29. No, I'm, I'm not that old, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I did it like at 22 and I, I got a bunch of weird looks and I don't remember why I was telling that story, but again, yeah. it's just misinformation, but yeah, and well, that's not your fault because that is what we told you because that was what we were led to believe. So, okay, there we go. I'm not an idiot. All right. Right, yeah. No, we actually told you that. We were led to believe that because we're not doctors. So, I mean, that was, that was the deal with that. So, you know, that's a very good point. So maybe my friend was led to believe that, and that's why he told that story. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe he's just a good storyteller. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the beauty about, like, a lot of the bogus stories that we've read about, like, Lanier are probably just campfire stories that are just fun to tell to the kids. Right. Yeah, because there's a bunch of them. I mean, you know, Spook Bridge is the same way. People just want to talk about it. Yeah, and then, you know, some people like us, and we're like, oh, we took it seriously because we're at a young age. And, you know, adults don't lie. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. You know you're, you're just naive, you know. But yeah. Oh, I went to Spook Bridge too a couple times. And it was really weird. When I went, you heard nothing. No crickets, no birds, no nothing. Oh. Well, yeah. you know, now that I think about it, you're right. I didn't hear anything either. But I've been in there and I've been there in the daytime too. And I mean, you yeah. can go in the water under the bridge. People fish there all the time. They take that river. Mm. I can't yeah, remember what it was. actually there. a car. A car. There, there's a, yeah, I actually saw I here's the Volkswagen Beetle thing. This is probably where I'm confusing the story. But yeah, there's a Volkswagen down there and you can see both of the headlights and the windshield and all that. Oh, well, I've never yeah. heard that. So Well no, it's no, I saw it. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, high school days we used to go down there. We I wish you would have took a picture. Well, this was like two thousand and four. Oh, so okay. I mean only the rich of the rich had the cameras. Yeah, that's true. Or like the phones, yeah, the camera phones and whatnot. I mean, my friend still had it, but it wasn't as big as it was now. And have, again, you know, have you noticed now that since everybody has a camera, that there's no more UFOs? I mean, what yeah. the hell? Did they all disappear? What happened to them? Yeah. Well, you were in the military. You know about UFOs. I do, but my but my point to you is, my point to you is that, where did they all go? There's Mitch Hedberg told a great joke about Bigfoot, and he's oh, like, yeah. "What if Bigfoot is just a blurry, out of focus monster? <laughs> <laughs> so what if UFOs are just blurry things in the sky that?" <laughs> but well, honestly, if you caught a UFO on tape, would you tell that story? You wouldn't have to worry about it because it would be on tape. Think about it. But would you believe it? Even if you say, you know, people, oh, you Photoshop that. Okay, so you, you don't know this, but I actually bought a camera and I'm doing astrophotography now. And huh? I, actually, I actually thought about this question. If I caught a UFO or something that was, you know, unexplained, I don't know if I'd publish it. And I don't think I would really, I mean, I would talk to my closest friends about it. Okay. But, I do you want that stigma of like oh that guy's crazy he thinks he caught a UFO right I can see your point there um, but if you had I don't know if you had because if you look at the old UFO pictures from the 50s and the 60s they're blurry um, pie pans that's what they are all of them so all those UFO pictures that everybody had, and now, now that everyone has a camera, you never even hear about a UFO. Do you? I think it's because maybe the aliens' technology got better, and now we can't detect them. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm messing with you. No, I think no, it's no, just... No, I'm, it doesn't matter to me. There's no right or, right, there's no right or wrong yeah. answer. It just seems strange to me now that everyone has a camera because I know off of Florida, off the panhandle, they were talking about UFOs constantly out there. But yeah. there's two Air Force bases out there. And I guarantee yeah. you that's what people were seeing. All these lights and all this other crap, that's what they were seeing. So I now think it, just got, it doesn't. I think the market just got oversaturated with the crazies probably. And no one wants to hear about it. Right, yeah. I, I mean, I, one of the biggest things I saw was an Amazon thing, and it was dropping little Amazon drones. 
Yeah. And it looked real, but apparently it was fake. But that was the last thing that I ever... You probably... Even, did you hear about that? No. So even then, that didn't get, like, widespread UFO coverage like it did back in the old days. But it was... It's a great video. It looks real as can be, but everyone's like, what the hell is that thing? But it wasn't real. Some dude who's got a lot of time on his hands decided to make it. Oh, but, okay. You know, but I, I think the big issue with that is always is like it's just a light in the sky moving back and forth. There's never a lot of detail, like even in with technology now. Yeah, but no, they all they all do look like pipe hands or whatever the the older ones did. Yeah, and that's my point. It's just I just don't. Um, it's just interesting to me. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that that are unexplained, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lake Lanier is not one of them. <laughs> You're right. It's, I mean, it's, it's not as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's really not. Um, yeah. I did my little Facebook thing before a few years back on a haunted church, whereas the Bible would, uh, the Bible would, uh, what was it? If you tried to take the Bible out of the church, it would be so heavy you couldn't take it out. So it was stories like that. So we went to the church. And uh, basically, we we debunked that myth, right? So, but I did some more research, and I come with I found this guy, and he was in his late seventies, and he told me that him and his friend started that story. And I said, mm-hmm. "What do you mean started it?" He said, "Yeah, we had a couple girls back then, in the forties, in the nineteen forties." that we were trying to, you know what? So we decided that the way we can do it is we could scare them. And what's the best way to scare them is in a church at midnight because that's how the story started. And scare them to have sex with them? Yes. So, oh. yeah, really. Okay. So, I know. So, and but I can't believe that I actually found a guy that started the whole legend. I mean, and he he said that was why we did it, and it just it took off like that. And he said I just never stopped it. I was just like, well, didn't yeah. you used to do that? Didn't I used to do like, what? No, in inspections department, you would say something was being built that was always rumored to be built. Was it Olive Garden? Oh yeah, but I would just start rumoring. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah but I just did that to get people going. That's all. You're no different from these assholes, then. <laughs> but I, I yeah. you know, it's just, it's, and, and believe it or not, I well, still. Did he, well, did he get laid? Did it work? Yeah, it did work. It did work. Okay. Yeah. According to him, anyway. Yeah. Right. Again, according to him. Now, it was two guys and two girls. So right. I don't know if it was, I don't know if both of them got lucky. I really don't know. Um, I was mm. just. Glad I found this guy to find out the story, and and come to find out that church was owned by the guy that owned Walmart, whatever his name is. Um, anyway, yeah, something. Anyway, it's, it's actually owned by him, and it's it's outside of uh, I want to say Boston, Georgia, somewhere around there. But yeah, yeah, but I did all that research, so it's very interesting. I love stuff like that because Do you believe in ghosts. No. Because really? I, I really, I do not. Because I haven't all the stuff, all that stuff I've done, I've never, I've never experienced. Yeah. 
So when people tell me that, I go in there and see what I can find out. Um, the house, remember, it, uh-huh. remember the house that is down the street from from you. That's yeah, my gun owns it. it. Yes. So mm-hmm. supposedly that is haunted. There's been a few yeah. deaths there, but again, I never had any feeling about it. I mean, I went mm-hmm. in there, so I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's true. Ghosts, it, it never seems to run into the people who are looking for it unless you're recording on a TV show like Ghost Adventures or something like that. Right. But I do have... Okay, so me and my ex were looking at a house okay. in Ahira. All right. And I was always kind of like skeptic, but it's, it, it is nice to know if, like, if there is life after death or something like that. Okay. So we go in this house and the dog is barking like crazy. So we leave her in the uh, the car. We go in, and the hair's standing on me. It's so stereotypical, like my my arm hair standing up, and hair on the back of my neck standing up. And something's telling me not to go up the stairs, but I want to go up the stairs because, like, I, if I'm gonna buy a house. I gotta look at everything. Right. <clears throat> anyway, I get called up. I go up the stairs. There's a window. It's got a hole in it. Um, to the left, there's a room, and that's the room that was giving me the bad vibes. So I go to the room. And I stopped in front of the closet and I was sweating and it took everything in me to open that closet. So I opened the closet and it is the ugliest closet I've ever seen in my life. It has like dark stained wood. It was tiny. Anyway, I did it. And I walked back downstairs and I talked to the realtor. I'm like, did someone die here? And she's like, yeah, how'd you know? I'm like, I'm just, did he hang himself? Um, rumor says he hung himself in front of the window. I was like, no, it was that closet. But anyway, wow. I guess that's not a that's not a ghost story. Technically, I didn't see anything, but well, yeah, but you had a feeling. You had a feeling. So since, <laughs> since we're talking about that, I can't remember if you were here for this one, but me and Mom um, and Ashley were here. Um, there's a place. Um, anyways, there's a place that we used to go to. Uh, it was somebody's house. We would go there, and uh, there was a cemetery behind her house, and she had a lot of horses. So there was you a talking st- about Alan, Alan's parents. No, 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 no. Um, Angie, Angie. No, because I remember there was a. Apparently, there was an Indian burial ground. To one, again, the Indian thing. It was behind one of because we used to go, and I remember seeing a graveyard. No, no, that was well. No, I don't, I don't think that was Alan's house. But anyway, okay. so so on this one, we were we were walking. Jennifer and I were walking, and and uh, we had the dogs with us, Angie's dogs, and then you can see two pillars, okay, where there used to be a gate. And then we walked back there between those pillars, but the dogs would not go. They would not mm-hmm. cross that line, and they just kept barking the whole time. They would not cross that line. And I'm just like, what is this about? And she's like, yeah, well, this is the graveyard. I'm like, okay. And it was mostly kids from the 1700s and the 1800s from typhoid, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. come to find out that she told me, the lady told me, she said, yeah, my daughter plays with this girl all the time. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah, you remember. And I'm just like, what girl are you talking about? What 
what are, what are you talking about? And supposedly that girl was in the house during the storm because, and they, they let her in, and she's like supposedly a spirit that had died. So I did some check-in with those, with those names with my friend that works at the Historical Society on the tombstones. Mm-hmm. And it's true, there was a little blonde girl that was in there that died of typhoid, and she was a blonde girl. And then so the lady would tell me that her daughter would be out there swinging on the swings, and she'd be out there swinging with the girl. And I'm just like, wow. So that's one of them weird stories. That's a private cemetery from a family, and it's still, and you can look on the register, and you'll see it is a cemetery. So it's just not kept up. But, yeah, so there's things like that that have happened, but I didn't experience anything at all. I went and looked at every single gravestone. I looked at the names and I looked at the dates because I wanted to find out what the story was. Because the lady really believed that that child is in the house on occasion. And the the girl, Ashley's friend, that's who she would play with. And uh, so, you know, I don't know. And I'd be curious to know now that she's older if she still sees the girl. Yeah, because at that age they have uh, they have uh, imaginary friends, right, and stuff like that. But again, like I was actually worried about that with Gavin. Um, well, fortunately, he never had it. Um, but from what I read, it's completely normal. But as a parent, you don't know how you'd react to the, uh, someone you can't see. Uh, obviously, Gage is a little bit younger, so I'm curious if I'm gonna have to deal with that with him. Right. But I mean. It's so creepy to me, but it like say if it is true, that's really sad. Like, I wonder why she hasn't crossed over yet, or if that's a thing. Right, and yeah, and I don't know either. Supposedly, from what Angie told me, she was afraid of storms, and she would come in the house during the storm. Now, I, how the hell did she know that? <laughs> because was that she, on the tombstone? No, because she would come in the house when it was storming. That's the only time oh, she okay. would come in the house. So. Mm-hmm that led them to believe that she was afraid of storms. So I just think all that is, is interesting. And, and did she really see him or did she really see her or did her daughter to see her? And she believes her daughter, but I think she told me she saw her in the hallway. So I'm just like, wow. Okay. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say if it's real or not. It's really, because you know, the, the mind is, is can be very, um, you know, all all those things. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah, mental illness and stuff like that. I'm not saying that his daughter's mentally ill, but right. It's it's amazing what the mind can conjure up. Right, and like hey, and kids are kids are creepy. Play. What? Kid, kids are creepy. I, I can't tell you all the times that Gavin was. I told him, don't wake me up at night. So I'll wake up, and it's him staring at me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I've done that to you before. No, not that I know of. I don't remember that. No, I remember doing that. Yeah, but you know, I, what sense is that that tells you to get up and look? Um, what's what is that? Like, well, what's that sense that tells you? Oh, there's something behind you. You better look. But I mean, I I don't I don't know if I've gotten up every time where something is wrong because he wanted a glass of water. He was sick. Right, but I do remember the times I did get up, and I was like, "Why did I? Why did I get up? Did he make a noise? But he's just standing there." And I, I've seen him where he stood in the doorway, and he was just like, "Because again, it was like, you know, as a dad, you got work in the morning, and your kid wakes you up at three in the morning, you tend to get mad." 
So I guess he was kind of like, oh, I'm nervous to go in there, but let me just sit there and stare at him until he wakes up. <laughs> well, but, you, have, you have parents' intuition also. Yeah, but I'm just curious, like, what? They got all the senses. Like, what is it? What I have? Like, yeah, but like, I don't know you, how to say it. Like, how do you know to look? How do you know to get up? Like, there is something wrong. Look. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. It must have been something you felt. I mean, that's what it, you, you must also that weird feeling. That that feeling you do this all the time, where you fall asleep and you nod off, and then you you jump up. Like, oh, whoa, what happened? Like, what is that? Like, what are you falling? Do you think you're falling or something? No, I mean, I, I just got skeletons in my closet. That's all. I'm just weird. So, oh, okay. no. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. That's all I can say about that. It's true. I do that. Even here, I do that. I mean, I literally, I jump up, but I'm just like, what the hell? Oh, I must yeah. So, yeah, I have no... I have no recollection of what woke me up, honestly. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know? Yeah. Do you dream? Very seldom. Very seldom. Yeah. I don't dream either. Yeah, and I don't like dreams, so I really don't want to dream. And the only dream I can remember is it's just a recurring nightmare that I have every couple of years, and I haven't had that in a couple of years. But I, I hear people that have awesome dreams, but, again, I don't dream. Well, I dreamt about the first day of school, like for five years. And really, it, I thought it you true. And and I'm just like, man, I dreamt this. You know, they call it deja vu, but and so yeah. I actually did a theory to find out the reason why that worked. But I'm just thinking, uh, that's it's impossible. You can't dream of something that has not happened yet, and then when it happens, it's like, hey, I remember this, but. Yeah. supposedly there's a way you can do it but i i don't know but i that's why i don't like dreams because i've had yeah. some bad ones too and i don't want to think that that may be something that's coming up in the future i have a theory about that i i get deja vu a lot when i'm driving to work oh, <laughs> so really yeah but, well obviously let me tell you why it's, it's not interesting at all so i've you know been working there for almost 10 years now the deja vu is oh i've done this before like no shit dumbass you do this <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah. And it'll just be the weather. Like, oh, the sun's out. And I was like, oh, there's just those weird synchronicities that exactly like that day. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I have deja vu, but I like, I think that I can explain that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, the, oh, I, I think I found my keys are right here. And like, oh, yeah, that's where you lost them last time, too. I, was, I guess it's <laughs> yeah. deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not really the deja vu I was thinking of. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I was a Denzel Washington movie, uh, Deja Vu. Oh, Did you I watch that? Seen... No. Oh, no. no. I don't really remember much of it, so I can't tell if it was good or not. Oh. But I'm sure that would be an excellent scientific research project. So you forgot the Deja Vu movie. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a joke at all. <laughs> no. oh, I saw it as a kid, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but, um... Sidetrack here real quick. So I had, um, you know, I played bongo drums down here, and so I bought the bongo drums about a year or two well, ago. Do you want? Do you want to do this on the podcast? Because it, it's oh yeah, really no. boring. What do you mean it's really boring? 
No one gives a shit about your bongo drums. You know what? Let me tell you something. This is a quick story. I busted okay. the head on the bongo drum. So I go in oh, to buy wow. I go in to buy new heads, right? Go yeah. in to skin, okay. whatever you want to call it. The bongo drums were eighty dollars, okay? The new skins for the bongo drums are ninety dollars. So there so I ended up buying new bongo drums today rather than buying skin. My point is it's kinda like the printer and you gotta buy ink. It's cheaper to buy yeah. a new damn printer than it is to buy all the ink for the printer. It's ridiculous. Mm. So yeah, okay. All right. Well that's my story on that one. Oh yeah. Well thank you for tuning into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um but all right, man. I love you, man. Hey, love you too. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Bye bye.